0: You're listening to the Bible Chunks read Through Podcast in association with the Limedeem Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Bible Chunks Read Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading 2 Samuel 21.1-24.25, finishing out 2 Samuel today, 137 verses. Now there was a famine in the days of David for three years, year after year. And David sought the face of the Lord. And the Lord said, There's blood guilt on Saul and on his house because he put the Gibeonites to death. So the king called the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not of the people of Israel, but of the remnant of the Amorites. Although the people of Israel had sworn to spare them, Saul had sought to strike them down in his zeal for the people of Israel and Judah. And David said to the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? And how shall I make atonement? That you may bless the heritage of the Lord. The Gibeonites said to him, It's not a matter of silver or gold between us and Saul or his house, neither is it for us to put any man to death in Israel. And he said, What do you say that I shall do for you? They said to the king, The man who consumed us and planned to destroy us, so that we should have no place in all the territory of Israel, let seven of his sons be given to us, so that we may hang them before the Lord at Gibeah of Saul the chosen of the Lord. And the king said, I I will give them. But the king spared Mephibosheth, the son of Saul's son, Jonathan, because of the oath of the Lord that was between them, between David and Jonathan, the son of Saul. The king took the two sons of Rizba, the daughter of Ai, whom she bore to Saul, and Moroni and Mephibosheth, and the five sons of Merib, the daughters of Saul, whom she bore to Adriel, the son of Barzali, the Meholothite, and he gave them into the hands of the Gibeonites, and they hanged them on the mountain before the Lord, and the seven of them perished together. They were put to death in the first days of the harvest, at the beginning of the barley harvest. Then Rizbah, the daughter of Aya, took sackcloth and spread it for herself on the rock from the beginning of the harvest until rain fell upon them from the heavens, and she did not allow the birds of the air to come upon them by day, or the beasts of the field by night. When David was told what Rizpah, the daughter of Io, the concubine of Saul, had done, David went and took the bones of Saul and the bones of his son Jonathan from the men of Jabesh-Gilead, who had stolen them from the public square at Beth-shan, where the Philistines had hanged them, on the day the Philistines killed Saul on Gilboa. And he brought them, he brought up from there the bones of Saul and the bones of his son Jonathan, and they gathered the bones of those who were hanged. And they buried the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan in the land of Benjamin, in Zillah, in the tomb of Kish, his father. And they did all that the king commanded. And after that, God responded to the plea for the land. There was war again between the Philistines and Israel, and David went down together with his servants. And they fought against the Philistines, and David grew weary. And Ishbi Benob, one of the descendants of the giants... Whose spear weighed three hundred shekels of bronze and who was armed with a new sword thought to kill David, but Abishai, the son of Zariah, came to his aid and attacked the Philistine and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, "You shall no longer go out with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel." After this, there was war again there was again war with the Philistines at Gob then "'Sibachai the Hushethite struck down Saph, "'who was one of the descendants of the giants. "'And there was again war with the Philistines at Gob. "'And Elhanan the son of Jair oregim the Bethlehemite, "'struck down Goliath the Gittite, "'the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. "'And there was again war at Gath, when, where, there was, "'where there was a man of great stature "'who had six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot.' twenty-four in number, and he also was descended from the giants. And when he taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimei, David's brother, struck him down. These four were descended from the giants of Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. And David spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies, from the hand of Saul. He said, The Lord is my rock, in my fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold and my refuge. My Savior. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. For the waves of death encompassed me. And torrents of destruction assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress... I called upon the Lord, to my God I called. From his temple he heard my voice, and my cry came to his ears. Then the earth reeled and rocked. The foundations of the heavens trembled and quaked because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils, and devouring fire from his mouth, glowing coals flamed forth from him. He bowed the heavens and came down. Thick darkness was under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, He was seen on the wings of the wind. He made darkness around him as canopy, thick clouds of gathering water. Out of the brightness before him, coals of fire flamed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High uttered his voice, and he sent out arrows and scattered them, lightning and routed them. Then the channel of the sea were seen. The foundations of the world were laid bare. At the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his rules were before me, and from his statutes I did not turn aside. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself from guilt. And the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight. With the merciful, you show yourself merciful. With the blameless man, you show yourself blameless. With the purified, you deal purely, and with the crooked, you make yourself seem torturous. You save a humble people, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them down. For you are my lamp, O Lord, and my God lightens my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He's a shield for all those who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? This God is my strong refuge, and he has made my way blameless. He made my feet like the feet of a deer and set me secure on the heights. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You've given me the shield of your salvation, and your gentleness made me great. You gave a wide place for my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. I pursued my enemies and destroyed them, and did not turn back until they were consumed. I consumed them, I thrust them through, so that they did not rise. They fell under my feet. For you equipped me with strength for the battle. You made those who rise against me sink under me. You made my enemies turn their backs to me, those who hated me, and I destroyed them. They looked but there was none to save. They cried to the Lord, but he did not answer them. I beat them, fine as the dust of the earth. I crushed them and stamped them down like the mire of the streets. You delivered me from strife with my people. You kept me as the head of nations. People whom I had not known served me. Foreigners came cringing to me. As soon as they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreigners lost heart and came trembling out of their fortresses. As the Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be my God, the rock of my salvation, the God who gave me vengeance and brought down peoples under me, who brought me out from my enemies. You exalted me above those who rose against me. You delivered me from men of violence. For this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations, and sing praises to your name. Great salvation he brings to his king, and shows steadfast love to his anointed to David and his offspring forever. Now these are the last words of David. The oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. The God of Israel has spoken. The rock of Israel has said to me, When one rules justly over men, Ruling in the fear of God, He dawns on them like morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. For does not my house stand so with God, for He has made me with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things insecure, for He will not cause to prosper all who for will He not cause to prosper all who help in my desire. But worthless men are all like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them arms himself with iron and a shaft of a spear, and they are utterly consumed with fire. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Josheb, Beshem a he was chief of three. He wielded a spear against eight hundred whom he killed at one time. Next to him, among the three mighty men, was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, son of Ahoyai. He was with David when they defeated the Philistines, who were gathered there for battle. And the men of Israel withdrew. He rose and struck down the Philistine until his hand was weary, and he clung to the sword. And the Lord brought out a great victory that day. And the men returned after him, only to strip the slain. And the next was Shammah, the son of Agi, the Hararite. The Philistines gathered together at Lehi. There was a plot of ground full of lentils, and the men fled from the Philistines. But he took his stand in the midst of the plot and defended it and struck down the Philistines. And the Lord worked a great victory. And three of the thirty chief men went down and came about harvest time to David at the cave of Adullam, when a band of Philistines were encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then at Bethlehem. And David said longingly, Oh, that someone would give me water to drink from the well of Bethlehem that is by the gate. Then the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and carried it and brought it to David, but he would not drink of it. He poured it out to the Lord and said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Shall I drink the blood of the men who went at the risk of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things the three mighty men did. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zuriah, was chief of the thirty, and he wielded his spear against three hundred men and killed them, and won a name beside the three. He was the most renowned of the thirty and became their commander, but he did not attain to the three. And Benaniah, son of Jehoiada, was a valiant man of Kebzeel, a doer of great deeds. He struck down two aerials of Moab, he also went down and struck down a lion in a pit on a day when snow had fallen. And he struck down an Egyptian, a handsome man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand. But Benaiah went down with him, down to him with a staff and snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. These things did Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, and won a name besides the three mighty men. He was renowned among the thirty, but he did not attain to the three. And David set him over the, over his bodyguard. Ashael, the brother of Joab, was one of the thirty. Elhanana, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem. Shammah of Herod. Elikah of Herod. Helez, the Peltite. Ira, the son of Ikesh of Tekoa. Ebeazar of Enathoth. Mabunai, the Hushathite. Zalmon, the Ahohite. Mahari of Netophah. Heleb, the son of Baana of Netophah. Itai, the son of Ribbi, of Gibeah, of the people of Benjamin. Benaiah, a Pirithon. Hidai, of the brooks of Gash. Abai Albon, the Aberthite, Azvmath of Baharum. Elahebah, the Sha'alabanite. The sons of Jason, Jonathan. Shama the Hararite. Ahiam the son of Sharar the Hararite, Elphalet, the son of Ahashbi of Maakah, Eliam, the son of Ahithophel, the Gileanite, Hezro of Caramel, Paarai, the Arbite, Igal, the son of Nathan, of Zobah, Bani, the Gadite, Zelek, the Ammonite, Naharai of Biroth, and the the armor bearer of Joab, the son of Zurih, Ira, the Ithrite, Gareb; the Ithrite, Uriah, the Hittite, 37 in all. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go number Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab, the commander of the army who was given him, Go through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and number the people, that I may know the number of the people. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God add to the people a hundred times as many as they are, while the eyes of the lord, my lord the king still see it. But why does my lord the king delight in this thing? But the king's word traveled, prevailed against Joab and the commander of the army. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. They crossed the Jordan and began from Aror. And from that city that is in the middle of the valley toward Gad and on to Jazer. they came to Gilead and Kadesh in the land of the Hittites. And they came to Dan. And from Dan they went around to Sidon. And they came to the fortress of Tyre. And to all the city of the Hitt- Hivites and Canaanites. And they went out to the Negeb of Judah at Beersheba. So that when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. And Joab gave the sum of the numbering of the people to the king. In Israel, there were eight hundred thousand valiant men who drew the sword. And the men of Judah were five hundred thousand. But David's heart struck him after he had numbered the people. And David said to the Lord, I've sinned greatly in what I've done. But now, O Lord, please take away the iniquity of your servant, for I've done very foolishly. And when David arose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says the Lord three things I offer. Choose one of them that that I may do it to you. So Gad came to David and told him. He said to him, Shall three years of famine come to you in your land? Or will you flee three months before your foes while they pursue you? Or shall there be three days pestilence in your land? Now consider and decide what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Then David said to Gad, I'm in great distress. Let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is great. But let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from the morning until the appointed time. And there died of the people of Dan, from Dan to Beersheba 70,000 men. When the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the calamity and said to the angel who was working destruction among the people, It is enough. Now stay your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Arunah the Jebusite. Then David spoke to the Lord when he saw the angel who was striking the people and said, Behold, I've sinned, and I've done wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Please let your hand be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came that day to David and said to him, Go, raise an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. So David went up at Gad's word as the Lord commanded. And when Aruna looked down, he saw the king and his servants coming toward him. And Aruna went out and paid homage to the king with his face to the ground. And Aruna said, why has my lord the king come to a servant? David said, To buy the threshing floor from you, in order to build an altar to the Lord, that the plague may be averted from the people. And Aruna said to David, Let my lord the king take and offer up what seems good to him. Here are the oxen for the burnt offerings and the threshings, the sledges, and the yokes of oxen for the wood. All this, O king, Aruna gives to the king. And Aruna said to the king, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king said to Aruna, No. But I will buy it from you for a price. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and, and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver. And David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord responded to the plea for the land, and the plague was averted from Israel. to keep the commentary short today because it was a longer reading but three big things happened here first we have David delivered from war once again and he writes a song just like we saw at the all the way back at the beginning of 1 Samuel first and second Samuel are one book in the Hebrew Bible and so it begins with Hannah's song and it ends with David's song and they both have the same and similar themes in it of the, the humble being exalted And the, the The proud being brought low And so Hannah writes it In anticipation of what's coming And David writes it In reflection of What has happened And they're beautiful things And then David, David's last words Are recorded uh, To Israel And then we get almost an addendum To the rest of the book Where you get Uh, all of David's mighty men listed out in some of their deeds and then David's census where he finds his might, he finds his trust, he finds his hope in the amount of men of war that he has rather than in the Lord. And as soon as he gets that number back, he realizes, oh no, I've gone too far, I have messed up and he repents. And God gives him an option. You can You can choose of these three things. And David's choice is, I don't trust men, but I've learned to trust the Lord. And so I'll put us into the hands of the Lord because he's merciful. And then, where the angel of the Lord was about to destroy Jerusalem, but God stayed his hand, like he stayed the hand of Abraham when he was about to sacrifice Isaac, David on that spot, David then purchases a land, he purchases this space to build an altar and that space is going to become the Temple Mount where Jerusalem's temple is going to be built where today there is still a wall built from the second temple from Herod's temple whether you want to call that the second or third temple, but as we close today, I would ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is and what he desires for you and for the world. What is it about yourself that this section of scripture stirred up? Does it inspire you towards something? Does it cause you to want to repent of something? And finally, what was it that the Lord was stirring up, that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading this today? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.